Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chats with Ari. Hey, guys. So, um, yeah, uh, we're going to talk. I haven't posted, or, like, it, this is the first podcast I have posted in, like, two or three weeks. And honestly, I've lost count. Um, I know I keep saying that I'm going to post more and I'm going to be more serious about it, but honestly, I can't make a promise like that because I have been under so much stress, it's not even funny. Um, to everyone new to this podcast, hi, I'm Ari. Basically, on this podcast, I talk about being a teenager, maybe a little bit about being a woman, and just like really just modern day topics and questions that the world may have, and my way of explaining them, and my best advice on how to go through with them. Um, so anyways, back to where I was. I'm sorry, I have been very busy, and I'm only getting busier. I just got a job, um, and I have been very busy with that, and, um, really just, there have been a lot of changes in my life. Not personally, like, I mean, there have been personally because a boyfriend is personal, but like when it comes to like, like, um, I ended up leaving my chemistry class because my teacher was not doing a good job at teaching and I wasn't learning anything. And unfortunately, I don't have the time to teach myself. So I dropped out and I ended up taking the course online instead. And I will tell you right now, it is probably the best decision I've made. I'm learning more in that course. Like I've learned more in that course in the past like week and a half that I've been taking it than I learned within that entire like two month period. Like best decision I've ever made. Um, So that's one. I got a job. I have a boyfriend now. Um, I'm kind of getting to my wits end with sports medicine, um, because of the people in there, but I think, I think it'll get a little bit better. Um, and what else? What else, guys? It's just a little update for everybody who doesn't talk to me every day, um, I'm trying, to, I'm looking at colleges, I started looking at colleges, and um, I'm not 100% sure on what I want to do with my life at the moment, because um, I used to only want to be a doctor, and that's what it was, and that's what it has been for the longest time, and I am still very interested in the medical field. I just think that I could also be very good at something like um, being involved in law or um, politics. I'd like to be involved in something like that too. So I think I just need experience in that kind of field or like to take a course on that or to take a personality quiz and see if it would fit me. Because um, I am told that I would be a pretty bad um, donkey. Replace it with the curse word if you want to. I'm going to try to stop cursing. But they tell me that I'd be a good lawyer. So, I don't know. I am very political. And um, 
I don't know. I think I'd I think I'd be good at it. But there's just still a lot of time. And then there's also that part of me that's like, dude, you need to be on Broadway right the heck now. Period. Um and then there's also that part of me that's like interior interior designer. And then there's that other part of me that's like author. Done. And uh philosopher. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. And I think I'll probably end up going into college undecided. <laughs> um, I will take medical courses, though, and like take those types of courses and be on track to be a doctor or a nurse or whatever. <sighs> but unfortunately, I don't know what I want to do with my life. So that's basically your Not really weekly, because I can never seem to post these every week. Um, that's your little update with me. Anyways, um, today's topic, our lovely, lovely Aunt Flo. Boys, this one is not really for you, unless you are more interested in learning about it. Um, otherwise... Go away. Like, if you're not going to respect this, like, just go away. I don't, I don't have the patience for you. Also, I sound like I have a little bit of a lisp right now because of my retainer. Just know that it is my retainer. Anyways, um, so Amplo. Okay, so we'll start from the basics. Hi, welcome to your online sex ed class with me. Um, I'll be basically explaining pretty much everything I know every hack I know, everything I know about what to do, stuff like that. Okay, so um, we'll start at the beginning. So basically your period is essentially, so you've got this nice organ in your body called the uterus, and you are not taught this in elementary school really when you're learning about human anatomy because boys and girls have different parts. They have... um the scrotum, and I don't know all the male genitalia, but the women, our main um, organ, like, what really makes us a woman is A, our hormones, and B, our uteruses and vaginas rather than a penis. So we have this lovely organ called the uterus, which connects to the vaginal vagina, which is also vaginal cavity, but um, and the cervix and stuff like that. But essentially, that's the organ, and what that organ does is it carries babies. So if you are to have sex with someone, get uh, and the sperm meets the egg, which the egg comes from the ovary. No, ladies, it is not an actual physical egg. It is a well, it's not like a chicken egg. It is an egg, but not a chicken egg. So basically, it's like this little, 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 little itty-bitty cell, and that carries a bunch of genetic information. And once it meets with um, sperm, after sex uh, intercourse, after sexual intercourse, um, vaginal sexual intercourse, typically, um, in rare cases, it can be other things, but... Um, So the sperm goes, meets the egg, fertilizes it, and that 
egg attaches itself to the lining of the um, uterus. And that's if they're pregnant. And the uterus carries the baby. It carries the fetus. It carries the cells that form to become the fetus that become a baby. And um, after nine months, about approximately, um, a woman is ready to deliver that baby through the vagina. So basically, the uterus is a really cool organ. It was something that I have always been interested in. I honestly love talking about gynecology. No, it's not because I love vaginas or whatever. I do love vaginas because I'm a female. But, like, it's not because, like, oh, we're just going to skip it. I think gynecology is interesting and that is it. But, um, and I really like explaining it to people. (sighs) So you've got, um, these little, I don't know, I, I really, my favorite thing is to draw this out for people and it's very hard to describe it to people when you're like on a podcast or whatever, but you've got like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but you've got this like organ looking thing and you could call it like the top of a wine glass ish okay and off the right and left side of the rim of the wine glass you've got these tubes and those are called the fallopian tubes and connected to each of those fallopian tubes is um this kind of like i don't know sackish thing that we like to call ovaries and those ovaries those hold eggs the fallopian tubes that's the tube that the egg goes down into to go into the uterus and um the egg attaches itself to the wall of the uterus um throughout the month blood builds up along that lining to help cushion and protect the egg and a potential fetus so um yeah and that's basically where we get periods if that egg is not fertilized by the end of the approximately 28 days average, um, the body and the vagina will shed the lining of the uterus, and um, that's what a period is. So it's a bunch of old blood coming out of your vagina. Pretty great. Pretty great. It kind of sucks, actually. Um, so now that I gave a pretty messy explanation of it, um, I, I, if I could like write this down and have like a full on presentation of it, I would love to teach sex ed classes. It would be fun. <laughs> um, but basically, it is nothing to be alarmed about. It is nothing to be afraid of. It is actually a really good part of the female life. It means that you are able to have a baby which can be a good thing, yet a bad thing. Not really a bad thing, but something you need to be careful about. I'll explain in a minute. Um, So the average age to have your period is about 12. I ended up having mine at 12, and I've been pretty average for a lot of that type of stuff, but I had mine at 12. Um, The average cycle lasts 28 days. The average period lasts 5 to or maybe it's like five-ish days, um, five days to a week, and 
Yeah. Um, common symptoms of a upcoming or you're on your period are a th- is a thing called um, PMS, which stands for premenstrual syndrome. Or yeah, premenstrual syndrome, and that basically is where your hormones are all out of whack, and they're causing you to either be very emotional or easily angered, very temperamental, and that's where men get this lovely thing like, oh, is it that time of the month? Yeah, um, men, real quick, do not say that because that is just gonna piss somebody off whether they're on their period or not, um. But that's where we get that from, and throughout your entire period, your hormones are going up and down, and they're kind of going wacko. You might notice a breakout, you might notice tender and um, maybe swollen nipples, bloating, cramps are so incredibly bad. Um, They're not like that. Like, everybody has different levels of cramp pain. Um, I know that my cramp pain is pretty bad, but other people may have it differently. Um, then you've got things like headaches and um, different swelling of different areas. It's just not a pleasant time. So, men, if you know that somebody is on their period around you, just do your best and make life a little bit easier for them by not, like, purposely pissing them off because it is a stressful time um so yeah those are common symptoms there may be more I'm not 100% educated on all like extra crazy symptoms but those are the ones that I have heard of that I have experienced and that I know of um there are different ways to collect period blood and by collect I mean not add to your collection of period blood because that is freaking nasty. But um, I'm not going to say that. It's not freaking nasty, but it is a little odd, I'll say. Um, so you have the tampon, the pad, the panty liner, and the new and really cool menstrual cup. Okay, so we're going to start with a typical pad, and apparently a lot of men can't seem to understand how to insert a pad into a pair of underwear or where the pad goes. For the record, men, you do not stick a pad onto your vagina. You do not. That's just what I'm going to start with. A pad goes in the bottom of the underwear, um, sometimes, or most of the time, there will be flaps off the side, and um, you fold those under to attach to the underwear, make it a little bit more stable. Um, this is probably the most ideal thing for anybody who just started their period, anybody who... Um, I know a lot of people who wear them when they go to bed, because um, it does allow a lot more... Um, like protection, I guess, especially if you're wearing a tampon and a pad, there's pretty much like, it's a, it's a low chance that you're going to bleed still. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much pads. Also, I want to go back on something before I forget to talk about it. If you don't have your period when you're 12, or if your cycle does not last 28 days, may I remind you, that is average. That's just average. It's not 
Like if you're not, if you're like 11 and you had your period, that's not bad. If you had your period when you were like 16, that's not bad either because everybody's body is different. Now, if you are approaching 16, 17 and you're getting worried about it, my best recommendation is to go see your gynecologist because at that point, they can give you a better idea of what's going on in your life, especially if you're a little bit more active than than the average kid your age um, and you maybe eat a little bit less, you have a faster metabolism. That all goes into play about your period, your menstrual cycle, your hormones. It all has an effect on it and essentially those can postpone those things um, and postpone puberty. So if you're worried about it, then you can go see your gynecologist or even ask your um, pediatrician because they can give you information about that too. Anyways, shifting back our focus to our menstrual period blood collection methods, we're going to move to panty liners. And this is basically men, essentially the thinner, smaller version of a pad. And it goes at the bottom of the underwear, does not normally have flaps, although sometimes it might. Mine never do, but you never know with other people. Um, It goes at the bottom. It's more for your lighter days. It's when you have very little blood or maybe you're wearing a tampon and you put it in just for extra protection or put it in your underwear for extra protection. It's just like an it's just like um a safety measure really for most people. Um to prevent stains on the underwear. Next, we're going to go to tampons. Tampons are inserted into the vagina. They um another thing, uh guys, so basically we have like you know what? We're not going to talk about that. Anyways, it goes out the vagina. It collects blood. Um, it can, like, depending on the size of the tampon, it can stay in for a different amount of time. But doctors do not recommend that you leave it in for more than eight hours due to a thing called toxic shock syndrome. I honestly do not know enough about it to give um, proper information about it. But from what I understand, it is a bacterial infection and it can result in death. So it is a rare case scenario, but um, still very important to cover and talk about because it is dangerous. Um, the tampon, honestly, it's my favorite out of those three because you can swim with it, you can dance with it, you can play sports with it. And I'm not saying that you can't do that with the others, but you you definitely can't swim with a pad. I'll tell you that. Um, because that's just not how pads work, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a tampon for you. And yeah, they have different sizes. You can wear it with a pad. You can wear it with a panty liner. Yeah. Then um, I'll also cover period blood collecting underwear. I think this is the coolest invention ever. I have been wanting to buy a pair ever since I first heard about them. I really want to try it out, but um, it's basically like exactly what it sounds like. You just don't wear a pad and it collects the blood, I guess. I don't know exactly how it works or the science behind it, but it sounds pretty freaking cool. Next, we have my new favorite thing, the menstrual cup. I tried it. I tried it. I tried the freaking Diva Cup. I tried I tried the size one, 
worked absolutely perfect for me. And it's basically like this cup that goes up your vagina. Wow, this is fun. How many times can I say vagina? Does anybody want to tell me how many times I said vagina during this podcast? Dear God. Anyways, it goes up the vagina and it collects period blood. And it can stay in for up to 12 hours. Um, although it is recommended to change your... Or take out, um, dump the blood and... Um, wash every like well two to three times during a day during a 24-hour period um no pun intended um so basically it like collects the blood and it also prevent um creates a seal around the cervix i believe yeah that's the cervix it creates this a seal around the cervix and um, basically, it means that no leaks can get out and no blood can get out, so you're not as worried about it. I think it is a lot more reliable than a pad or a tampon. You can swim with it. You can dance with it. You can do pretty much... You can do anything with that thing. Um, it is one of the coolest inventions I've ever heard of. Um, very easy insertion, very easy removal, and um, honestly... It's about 35 bucks, depending on where you get it and the brand, but it is, it's like, I need a word for this. I can't think of a word. Um, it's essentially like life changing for the lives of women. Um, the mon- money that we spend each year on menstrual products, unlike having to buy a box of tampons every single month or whatever it is, um, you only have to buy one of these and they can last, I'm pretty sure, from everywhere, anywhere from either like two or three up to five years. I'm not sure. Um, you probably want to replace it a little bit more often than five years, but that's 35 bucks every like three years. So it's pretty dang cool. I honestly love it. I had a very good experience with it. Very handy dandy. It's pretty compact. It's just, it's um really great. And I really had a good experience with it. So if you're looking to be a little bit more environmentally friendly, spend a little bit more now but not have to worry about spending more in the next like three years buy a menstrual cup they are so cool um also toxic shock syndrome is a concern with this but it is not as bad as something like a um tampon where it's like a cloth thing stuck up not cloth cotton thing stuck up your vagina versus a um silicone thing stuck up your vagina that is pretty natural and I don't know the body pretty much accepts it pretty well um if you have like an allergy to silicone do not try this because it's not going to work out well anyways yeah um next we're gonna move on to um things that help your period a little bit um but so first Figuring out what works for you. Um, 
figure out what collection method you want to use. If you are a newbie, I honestly definitely 100% recommend using a pad. And there's no time limit on when you wear a pad and move up to tampons. It's not even a thing of moving up. It's just when you're ready, you can move on to tampons if you want to. You don't have to. You just have to want to if you want to eventually. You get what I mean? Um, And uh, I found out that the menstrual cup works very well for me, and I'm very happy with it. But it took, um, I'm 16 years, so 14 years. I think the menstrual cup maybe came out like three years ago, maybe. I don't even know when it came out, but it's a newer thing, um, and it's a newer um, concept. So... It came out, and it works really well for me, but, you know, it may not work well for everybody. I had my period for at least two years before I decided to ever try putting a tampon in. My mom tried to show me. I, (laughs) mothers, just real fast, (sighs) unless your child asks for you to show them do not show them. I did not want to see that. I did not. So, um, yeah. Uh, so figure out what works for you and then move on from there. Next, um, I know that things like oranges, parsley, and things like that are going to help ease your cramps. Um, they worked pretty well for me. Or ibuprofen, you could take medication for it. You could also use a heating pad, take a hot shower to help cramps, stay hydrated during that entire time. Keep in mind that since your hormones are um, out of whack and also at the same time you are burning at least 200 to 300 extra calories during your period. I'm not sure what you're doing, but due to menstruation, you are burning 200 to 300 extra calories. Your cravings are going to be up. So allow yourself to have that piece of chocolate, to have a little bit of ice cream, to treat yourself because you are bleeding out of your vagina. You are allowed to treat yourself. And not that food controls your life, but during your period, your hormones are going crazy. You're allowed to have something to make you feel a little bit better. Um, Try to relax, but also exercise is proven to help ease cramps, lighten period flow, and um, just all around help with any complications that you have with your period. Um, I know it definitely works for me. When I was swimming, I, um, I barely had a period. I will tell you, like my period was maybe four days long every 32 days and it was very light so that probably wasn't really good because I did before then have a very fairly heavy period but um that was also because my diet changed and I started focusing on nutrition more um also just in general um Throughout your how you eat throughout your entire cycle before your period, it affects how your period is. So, if you're eating a ton of junk food, um, ton ton of sweets, ton of salty stuff, you are going to end up having a heavier flow, 
worse cramps, and just an overall worse time, especially when it comes to swelling and bloating. Um, if you're eating pretty clean, nutritious, uh, allowing yourself to have something a little here and there, then you're going to be a lot in a lot better shape than if you were eating junk food, fast food, salty food, sweet food, um, processed food the entire month before your next cycle. Um, bloating is something that you can't really help. I was on my period and I took some pictures and I will tell you right now, I felt so self-conscious after looking at myself because I was like, holy smokes, like, do I actually look like that? And unfortunately, I was very bloated due to my period. Um, another thing to think about your period, you naturally gain weight due to water retention. So do not get worried if you weigh like three extra pounds or four or five extra pounds while you're on your period because that is normal and um, you're not going to gain five pounds overnight unless you're eating like whatever 3,500 times five is or however many pounds you're afraid of. Like that, that just doesn't work. <sighs> my throat is so dry um I honestly think that's pretty much it um other things that can help are birth control an IUD uh the birth control pill uh the implant can't really help honestly I have heard pretty bad things about it it's very easy very easy application process um but it does mess up your hormones a significant amount uh, they have different types of birth controls like IUDs and pills. Um, so if you are interested on getting a um, method of birth control, not only does birth control help with um, preventing pregnancy, it also helps with periods and um, like skin, stuff like that. Also, your skin may break out, so really just maintaining a healthy diet and drinking lots of water is going to help keep your skin nice healthy and clear it is normal to have a bit of a breakout before your period though even during maybe after everybody's different so yeah um i'm pretty sure that's pretty much it if you have any questions uh you can always come to me if not, come to me, come to your gynecologist. I know I'm not able to answer everything 100% correct, but I can explain a lot of things because unfortunately, I know a lot, or fortunately, I do know a lot about gynecology. I've done my research. I'm not a doctor, but I can give some pretty good advice. Um, and sometimes I will send you to a gynecologist because you need to ask the gynecologist because um, I'm not a doctor. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a lot, a lot to handle, a lot of jumping around. Um, but gynecology is really interesting for me. Low-key want to become a gynecologist, but I'm not sure I could handle it. <laughs> or all the schooling, maybe. <sighs> I'm so tired. Anyways, um, have a very nice week, ladies and gentlemen who decided to listen to this. And I will talk to you whenever I end up talking to you again. Sorry. <laughs> Bye.